Hey church, thanks for joining us for going deeper. I'm here at Bensville with Kev. Mm, He's just shared a brilliant message out of Ephesians chapter (laughs) 4. I thought you were going to say Ephesians (laughs) 12. (laughs) I was joking earlier, make sure I wouldn't make that mistake. Um, But Kev, I don't even know where to start because Mm. what a, like, it's just such a deep and powerful, um, and I think a a message that pervades like all of who we are. Um, and we see Paul just call us or plead with us mm. to be, um, to live a life in the image that God had dreamed for us. Mm. Um, so thinking that through, yeah, I can't help but to think that like when we dream about the church and we think about our reimagining of the church, mm. our reimagining of the church is like, it's got to do with who we are in our character formation as much as yeah. it does about the actual church because the church yeah. is just the collection of who, you know, the collection yeah. of individuals trying to be the embodiment um, of, of what Jesus was trying to do. Yeah. So I wonder, like, what was, like, in preparing this message, mm. was there a confronting truth? Or what was the yep. most confronting thing? <laughs> oh, the mo- it's a good question because the most confronting truth just hit me straight away in verse 1. Uh-huh. Where... Well, like some going start prep, you know, as you go and you read, you start to read it, and you go to Ephesians four verse one, yep, and then yep. and then Paul goes, you know, therefore, yeah. So he's referencing everything else he's done. Yeah, I a prisoner for the Lord. I beg you, yeah, yeah, to lead a life worthy of your calling. Like I couldn't get past that to go. He, that's something I just couldn't read and read on from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like to go, man, I need to pay attention to the strength of Paul's language where he would say, based on everything I've just mentioned, I and, beg you. And he's saying it from prison. And he's saying it like, from prison. So the, so the context of him, his lived experience is one that's been immensely affected by his yep. um, sort of adherence to the same calling. Yep, that's right. So he's he's had a revelation about who Jesus is. It's changed the way he's lived. Yep. He's been active in it, serving to the point where he finds himself in prison because yep. of that. Yep. And he's writing this. And so when he, and then he's kind of trying to, I'm sure, yeah, inspired by the Holy Spirit, obviously, as Scripture is, but this is what's been revealed to me. Therefore, I beg you. To lead a life worthy of your calling. I mean, yeah. that's confronting. It's confronting for me personally to read that and go, well, what does that mean for me? And yeah. how I just kept hearing that over and over as yeah. I've prepared this, even this week. I beg you, Kev, come on, yeah, live a life worthy yeah. of your calling. And then what does it mean to preach that and speak that into the life of a group of people? Oh, it was really confronting. Yeah, and, and, and so it struck me that then he... Um, proceeds to talk about um, character. Yeah. And and we've got this idea that calling is um, some, you know, missional, you know, like, yeah, yes, missional, but it's like this sort of specific task yep. or like I'm called to this specific um, yeah. job or something like that. But then thought. he yep. talks about calling and he says, oh, I plead with you, I beg you to live a life worthy of your calling. And then he yep. talks about just these fundamental aspects yep. um, of our character that would represent the character that Jesus modeled yep. for us. Yeah. Like, I wonder if we should be challenged 
by that in, in a reimagining of what calling is, you know, mm. and maybe a broadening of what calling means for us. Mm, that's a great way to think about that because I think you're right. I think we do think calling. What am I called to do? You know, what's God's will for me? What am I called to do? Yep. And and Paul does land there and it does land where, well, there are things that we are called to do. Yes. But through the lens and the development of this character, that yeah. is part of our calling. And you're right because yeah. if we go straight to what we do yes. and miss that, the church is never going to be what it's designed to be. No, not at all. Because we won't reflect Jesus, like you're saying. Yeah, and I, yeah. And I think it, it's this platform yeah. from which anything that is more specific that we're called to, yeah. like we have to exhibit these characteristics. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's, it's so challenging because it's, um, like, like I said before, it pervades every part of who we are. Yeah, it does. And, and yeah. this idea that um, Paul's pleading with us, like I'm the same as you. I'm like, oh my goodness, this yeah. is like, this is. I don't know what. Well, <laughs> I yeah. do know what to do with this. Yeah. I don't know if I can. Yeah. You know, I don't know That's if I right. can live a life worthy, yeah. except by the power of God's grace mm. and the Holy Spirit within me. But yep. That's right. Um, it's just such a massive call, and I, and I guess it reawakens us. Yeah. To the importance and the magnitude. Yeah. Of the church and of the work that mm. that we need to be a part of. Um, yeah. For the church to actually live out its calling. Yeah. That's right. We are invited into that, and that's the, that's I love the way you said that. That's part of our calling yeah. is, to, is to live out of that, and it's big, right? Because we're challenged all the time, mm-hmm. and I love mm-hmm. it how it just uh, Paul brings back again, like he has done in every other chapter, yep. the unity piece. Like yes. even make yeah, yeah, yeah. make every effort mm-hmm. to to keep unified. That's yep. part of our calling, yep. you know. Because and even that language, make every effort, means that it's actually there's going to be times when it's going to take much effort yeah well to you maintain wouldn't say that, that. that's right you wouldn't say that otherwise yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i remember like there, there's a word in there he might say unified in peace or something like that yeah that's but right this idea Being that together in peace yep absolutely yeah peace like it's a part of our like if we want to um acknowledge our calling yeah with some integrity peace is a part of that yeah it is a part of that unity yep. is a part of that yeah um yeah it's it's really quite confronting and thinking that part of our calling and part of our belonging to the church is us having these characteristics and then being uh, an, an integral part of who we are yep. and on display in every facet of our life. Yeah. It's not yep. just in this little unique part of, okay, here's my life over here, which is quite secular. Yeah, that's and right. And then here's my calling over here. Yep. It's like I'm called not to a specific, I might be called to a specific thing, but as well, yep. and, and yep. in addition to that, I'm called to live a fundamentally different life. Yeah, in every in every space that I'm in. Yeah. Like I, I, I am the church. I am part of the church in every space yeah. that I'm in. And I think that's even that language I think is important, right, even for us at Coast Community, yeah. to have language that kind of best captures what we mean by things. Yes. And I think that's part of it too, like when we gather as the church and yeah. who we are as the church. And um, I think that's important to have language that really displays who we are as well. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... I um, how are we going for time? Does anyone know? We, no, we're good. We're good. I was thinking a bit about um, how the the church is like we often get sort of preoccupied with who the church is and the, our reimagining of the church yep. as you know a building or a yep. place yep. or a budget. Yeah. But this is um, it just struck me this morning how much, and we know this to be true. But mm. this um, re having a new revelation of the church as a body of people, yeah. and and Paul's beautiful description of 
what the body of people would look like. Yeah. You know, so a body of people who are um, at peace and who are yep. working as agents of reconciliation yep. in amongst themselves and yep. in the community. Yeah. And then the church is just a natural outworking of the collection yep. of all those individuals. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a really beautiful and inspiring picture. Yeah. And quite different to to what some of us would have as a traditional understanding of church. Yeah. Again, it's some of that language. Yeah. Like we don't we don't attend church. Like yeah. We, we are the church yep. and we gather as the church. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't go to church. Um, I I am the church in yep. all those spaces. I think it's super important. And even in home groups and even just in conversations with people to explore that. Yes. Well, what does that mean for us? What is what is the picture of the church? How do what is my part in yeah. that? How do we do that together? Yeah. How do, yeah. how do we be faithful to the calling that that jesus has given us yes in our character and all that he's asked us to do in the way that we are missional as the church mm-hmm. and all those mm-hmm. spaces there's so much in there and what i'm what i'm excited about right now i think we are doing that yes yep. here at coast i think that's been our journey for the last little while my hope is it continues to be our journey yeah and we have great authentic conversation yeah. with each other with the hope that we can understand who we are and what jesus has called us into yeah. because I don't think we can get to the bottom of that. It's so deep. It's so profound. It's so significant. It, it's a lifelong journey. It's, a it's lifelong not just something journey, that we do. Yeah. And I think that's one of the beautiful mysteries of um, our faith yeah. and of, of this beautiful creation that God has us in yeah. is that these things, we don't just um, sort of, they're not revealed to us just as a, as a finite thing. Yeah. It's this constant revelation. And if, if we're ready and we're open and we're seeking God in that space, yep. I think that there's no end yep. to these little bits of revelation we have in that direction. Yep. Yep. And, and we ought to be really careful, I think, as, as individuals in our faith and also as the church, that we don't think that we've got it or that yeah. we've arrived. Yeah, that's correct. Um, because that, that scares me, that mentality. <laughs> that would yep. mean that at that point it's like entropy sets in. Yeah. And we're basically going backwards. Well, that's not the humility, right? That no. becomes pride and we've got it all together and we know what's going on. It's yeah. like, no, we've got a growth journey ahead for the rest of our lives. And yes. and my hope yeah. is we can have this disposition where we actually sense that we're so privileged yep. to be in the family of God yep. and extending God's grace. Yep. Yep. It's a privilege, it's a responsibility, but just to have that mindset of gratitude and privilege and uh, that's that's awesome. So yeah. I'm excited about what's going on at present. Absolutely. And and just lastly, um, Paul talks about, like he begs us um, to live a life worthy of our calling. And I think about like, you know, in the first couple of chapters of Revelation, of, of Ephesians, yep. we've got this sort of, Paul's describing all these things to us. Yep. And then there's this sort of almost like point where it turns to a prayer and almost a longing that Paul has that we would have yep. a revelation yep. because this transformation that he's picturing yep. doesn't just come from understanding. No. It comes from some like a God giving us a picture. Yeah, that's correct. And so I wonder if you'd have any, like like how can we position ourselves yep. so that we might all like get a glimpse of that revelation or, or have a new revelation or, yep. or be in a position so that if, if God's trying to show us something, hmm. we can see it. Yeah, it's interesting you even mentioned Revelation quickly because in Revelation there's reference <laughs> to the Ephesian church. Yes, and and the almost the complaint was you've lost your first love. Yeah, 
And so we can do that, right, in our busyness and in our culture. And yep. so to answer your question, I mean, we've t- spoken about a lot our mission model of follow, gather, go. Three yep. words that seem so simple. But seriously, for us to lean in in that follow space yes. and for every person in Coast Community to understand that I want I want to lean in. I want to yep. actually engage with God's word. I, yep. I want to actually follow Jesus personally. I want to be active in practices that are good for me in that, whatever they are. Yep. I want to hear from the Holy Spirit. I want to I want to position myself so a revelation happens with truth. Yeah. I want I want to have a practice that engages me with truth, which Jesus is truth. Yep. And allow the Holy Spirit to breathe life into that, which yeah. develops this core belief of a revelation. Like if we can get good at doing that, yeah. and I think the enemy challenges us in that all the time. Yeah. And so it's a continually self-leadership. I want to follow Jesus. I want to do that daily yes. so yeah. that I'm positioned to receive every revelation he wants to bring because that's what I bring to a gathering yeah. and that's what inspires our going to be Absolutely. Missional. And so at its core, um, you, you spoke, I guess, out of a revelation that Paul had and yeah. then out of a revelation that you've had. Yeah. But really um, for us to think about where to from here as individuals and, and what I do with this message, I think yeah. it's to position myself so that I might have a similar revelation. Yeah. Like because it's not, I'm not going to, um, the transformative work in me isn't going to happen in my life from your revelation. Not, no. And so I think just really practically. And I, and I hope it doesn't happen from that. No, no, well, that's bro- it's a broken <laughs> that's right. model, isn't it? Yep. And so, so practically, um, my encouragement to us this week would be that we, we pray and we seek God and, and, and we find mm. time to genuinely um, just open up before God and say, God, look, will you reveal, like, give, give, give me this picture. Yeah. Uh, give me this revelation of, um, you know, Paul's pleading with me to live a life worthy of my calling. What is that? What's that look like? Give yeah. me a picture of your church. Give me a picture of a reconciled world. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess my encouragement to all of us would, would be that we seek God in that uh, this week. And, and we look to have a personal revelation. So mm. thanks, Kev. Thanks for chatting awesome. us through. You're welcome. Cheers. See you soon.